Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and the TikTok. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Guides. Today's topic is pre-workout skincare. Welcome back. Um, sorry, it's been three weeks, but one of the things that we preach on this podcast is the need for self-care and communication. And I had to communicate last week that I needed some self-care. And so I took an extra week off. So welcome back, everybody. Um, welcome back. And I'm very proud of you, Kelsey, for speaking up and making sure that happened. Oh, thank you. You know, I felt like I was so um, quiet about my needs for so long that once that like once the top came off, like I will not shut up now. I love but- <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> um. So, Lauren, you know, I've been on my cultural journey in television. So I have a new I did a new place, a new culture I'm exploring. And that is the Real Housewives of Dubai. Yeah, like why leave the house when Andy Cohen can let you travel the world from your couch? (laughs) Right. So, okay. The weird thing about Real Housewives of Dubai is most of these ladies are not native to that area, which I think is actually Mm -hmm. common for Dubai. I think think it's a lot like L.A., where you're not really from L.A., but you come to L.A. Um, Right. And so these these. So first of all, these women are, it's on a different level. Like they kind of make Real Housewives of Beverly Hills look like poor. I like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Cause it's new money. It's new, mm-hmm. very new money. So it's very over the top. Right. And it's oil money and it's oil oh. money. Right. Ooh, so yeah. there's one lady, she's a Kenyan supermodel and she looks like Iman and she's that, that very just like thin bony, but very angular and beautiful. And she's so sassy and she's like mm-hmm. very like into herself. And then mm-hmm. there's this Jamaican fashion designer woman who she is Jamaican, but she met her husband in Miami and he's British, but now they're living in Dubai. And she is a fashion designer, like maternity fashion designer. And yes, then they are such a cute cu- family. They're yes, like beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and it's really funny because they have three kids and each one of their kids has like a different accent because she's mm-hmm. kind of Jamaican and then he's British. And so they say things really, really funny. Um, yeah, it is really interesting to hear them talk. And then the one I was watching this, the first episode, the one that they had ice delivered to her pool because it was so Could hot. Could you believe? And I was like, that's a thing. Where are we getting ice from? Okay. I, I'm like, I'm just a peasant. I truly am. So Wasn't ha- it like $4,000 too? It was $7,000 to have ice delivered to her also pool. Also it's so dang hot there. Like it does not make sense to live there. Like I hate as humans. Yeah. Why are we obsessed with building on areas that like are not convenient for life. <laughs> so, so have you watched this? So it sounds like you've watched this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've already watched this and I, I, sorry, oh. I was waiting for you to get through your list because I have some things to say. Oh, about tell, the plan. tell me what you think. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So I am speculating that 
Dubai has all these amazing things. The money is there. But I don't think that the glam team is there yet because some of these women, while I'm watching them Mm -hmm. being worked on, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hairstylist and makeup artists are. And the one that I'm specifically thinking of is I can't remember her name, Mm -hmm. but um, gosh, it's not the Jamaican fashion designer. Okay. It might be the one who had ice in her pool. Okay. okay, Anyway. The way they put her wig on and then the makeup that they put over her face, it literally looked like she had a mask over her face and like there was no blending and sometimes the hair is looking really bad on her. So I'm like, do do we need to move to Dubai for a glam team there? You can give facials. I can do Uh, hair and makeup, but um, I don't think it's caught up the way, you know, know, the Real Housewives of Orange County has their glam squad, all that stuff. And it it also might be um, culturally because I know – so when I worked in cosmetics and I worked for Estee Lauder and Clinique, that whenever I would have um, women from certain countries – that would come in and, you know, they love buying our cosmetics because it's so much cheaper. They would argue with me when I would shade match them. Like they, they refuse to. And I'm like, you need to get off the dark is bad. Light is good mindset. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if maybe that might be a little bit to do with it. As oh well. no, this is like a glue and a makeup texture issue. Uh, it's like the bri- It's almost like if they put cake um, makeup, yeah, cake, like okay. the cake pan makeup yeah. on her face. And then yeah. they were, gluing you know how like a lot of wigs like have yeah. the little yeah, yeah it goes on to the forehead yeah. and so it was almost like all of that glue was chunking up together oh, at the God. seam and like okay. I'm just like that's day one of like yeah. let's make sure you don't see that on tv Got like it. okay they need okay so did you know I send you pictures every once in a while when the students lay my edges for me <laughs> yes I love that I know I know I feel like we can't like share it in public because people get mad about like cultural it's, appropriation but it's, I, it's so like real people that love people like yeah. we don't care about that kind of stuff and when yeah. you're in like a circle and like your black friends can like lay your edges yeah. as like a white girl it's so fun and no. it looks so cute when you send it to me I know and it's really just like for fun like it'll be like a Friday afternoon and I'll be like all right let's lay my edges and like they usually love it they all sit around me and like they do it for me and it's really funny and it's like you know I'm not trying to be anything I'm not it's just but it it's real it's real funny every once in a while when they lay my edges but we um I remember one time they we went through this I went through this phase because I end up on YouTube holes and sometimes that spills over into the classroom where we watched Mm -hmm. the lace front installs like we watched so many of them and like to see that this can be done very like you know skillfully and professionally at home and then to think that these Mm -hmm. ladies glam team isn't able to get it together in Dubai like that's uh, that's a little they need a little YouTube university that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not making sense to me. I want to know what's going on, but um, I will be further investigating. Um, Okay. So the other thing I want to talk about is my skin has been going through some hard times right now. My, my skin is going through it. So maybe, I mean, how long was it ago that I had the, so I woke up one morning with a rash around both my eyes and my mouth. So like the perioral area, Um, it was, I basically, I was diagnosed with like unknown dermatitis, which means like a rash that they don't know what caused it. And I kind of got it calmed down and healed. It was really painful. And then two weeks later, it flared up again. And so I've kind of been really simplifying my routine 
Um, and I've only been using three products in my routine right now. And this has kept my skin in really, really good shape to the point where I'm not getting this eczema dermatitis flare up, but I'm also not breaking out right now. And it's to the point where I've had two of my students compliment my skin. So I want to talk about the products Ooh. that I'm using. So the first one is, I mentioned this one. Um, it's on our website from the Hydrating Mist episode. This is, the brand is Aven. Um, which is a French brand, and this is their thermal spring water. So I know what you're thinking. This is just water in a bottle that they bottled up, and it is. It is. But what it is is it's water that travels through the Alps, and as it's traveling through the Alps, this is the water um, gets a lot of minerals to it. And so this is actually a laboratory where if you have skin conditions like um, psoriasis and eczema, you can go bathe in their laboratories to help calm the skin. Um, there's a lot of science behind it um, supporting that this specific water is very um, calming to the skin. So so um, we used to sell this in bougie spas and stuff like that. Um, you've probably seen like the Evian version of this. Um, Evian actually has a little bit of a higher salt content. So it creates kind of a chapstick effect where you feel like you have to keep applying it. Um, so this, I've been using that one. And then for daytime, I've been using the sunscreen that I sent you, which is the brand is mm -hmm. Pipette. And it's a mineral sunscreen SPF 50. This is a baby sunscreen. So there is like nothing in this. So um, there is a little bit of a white cast with this one, but on this one, it for me, the white cast goes away pretty much instantly. Um, and it's a really thin texture that I like. I've been using this on my face and my whole body. And then for the nighttime, again, I follow with that Aven spray. And I've been using, it's from La Roche-Posay, which is another brand, a French brand that uses that mineral spring water. And it is the Sika Plast Balm B5, um, a soothing therapeutic multi-purpose balm. So it's a dimethicone skin protectant, temporary protects, helps relieve chapped, cracked, and chafed skin with shea butter, um, B5, and niacinamide. So I've been using that every night too. And I feel like my skin is in a really good place right now. I love that. Those are really nice products too. I feel like I've been having a lot of conversations with people about how water is not created equal. Yeah, it Even really right, isn't. It really is not. Um, I just started drinking this bottle of water called Essentia and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, oh, have you heard of it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, um, really struggled during that time of the month. And one of the things that happens right. is, you know, I could just like not even eat anything and drink water. And I just like feel it sitting in my stomach and I'm not like actually getting hydrated. And then I get like dehydration headaches and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I started drinking that water and it has like changed my life. And Trevor told me he looked into the science of it. And, um, mm -hmm. apparently it hydrates you like 80% better than other waters. Is that the like, one? What is that? Is that the one that it's like an alkaline water or whatever? Yes, okay. I believe. Okay. Yes, overachieving H2O ionized hydration. So I'll tell you why I know about that water is because when I worked as an esthetician, I would buy, and this was years ago, now I use reusable, but I would go and look for the biggest water bottle I could find because I mm -hmm. drink so much water. And when you're physically working, like doing makeup, performing facial services or massages, like you need to stay on top of your hydration because you're working 100. so much. Yeah. And so like, I'm sorry, but these eight ounce, 16 ounce water bottles don't cut it for me. Like I need 32 ounces of water. And so that was one of the few water bottles that would be huge and not 
you know, $10. So I actually, and then when I would drink it, I'd be like, man, I feel like this is good water. Like I was like, I don't know if this is placebo effect or whatever. I feel like I can do some shit, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny. But I wanted to recommend to you this event thermal water for your clients to use, um, in, you know, in your makeup, um, makeup, appointments that's yeah makeup kit yeah just to keep it in my kit I actually it's been on my radar for a while and I'm writing it down right now because I'm gonna order it after the show what's super Uh, nice is the spray is kind of like an aerosol so it's a very fine very even no like huge water droplets and I actually will use this if I get like too much sun if I have a bug bite like there's um they say to use it for diaper rash all of these things so okay I mean it really is just water in a can that's fancy and expensive but I have seen it work so well in me and I remember we used to sell it at the resorts I would work at because of the sunburn and I would use it instead of toner in my facial treatments because everyone was so like inflamed from the sun See, that's such a great point because I also live by the beach and everybody that gets married in Charleston is usually traveling in. So they go to the beach, so they will have a little bit of sunburn. Um, This is reminding me, I wanted to tell you something mm. I did in my skin prep this weekend that was just chef's kiss. Tell me, I'm really excited. Okay, so I've been loving the um, Cosrx Hydrium Toner Water. And I actually put some of it in my kit in like a little bottle just to sit onto my palette. And then Mm. I usually take a... um, a face brush, like a flat face brush, and I apply it to the skin. I especially love to apply it to around the eyes and just let it soak in um, while I'm doing other things on the face. Usually I start prepping like the actual eyelid mm-hmm. at that point with some um, eyeshadow primer. But this weekend, I also took the Hydrium water toner and put it through my airbrush gun. And I airbrushed it on the face almost the same way you would with the event, you know, just like mm-hmm. misting it. And I, okay. So like it's, it's a clear watery liquid. You don't really see anything other than the skin glowing. But then when I've applied concealer to the inner corners of the eye, just having that product there, it like, it made it so like pearly and pretty Mm. and, um, really like bounced light off of there. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I, um, I, you reminded me, I got a new concealer Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm not ready to give my opinion on it yet, but I just, okay. So Lauren and I text each other. Um, and Lauren, you are someone like me where you're, you do things in two ways, either super impulsively. Don't think twice about it. This is what I want. Or you overthink and cannot make a decision. Read all of the reviews, like research for months. Yeah, Yeah. there (laughs) is no in between. And so concealer is one of those things where I'm just like, I can't because I want to try the Kosas concealer. But it has Kelsey and I both want to try this concealer so bad. We text about it constantly. Well, what's holding me back is it has caffeine in it. So I know it's going to irritate my eyes. I know it will. Mm -hmm. So I won't I won't bite the bullet on it. So I did an impulse. I bought Shiseido. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's called self-refreshing concealer and it's part okay. of their self-refreshing line. And it has something in it that, um, sort of where it sits on top of the skin versus kind of melting into like, um, settling 
into it. Okay. Is it just a, a silicone or is it something else that they're using? Yeah, I don't know. I'll research and report okay, back to you. Curious. But I did want to yeah. tell you that I did make the decision after months of agonizing over a new concealer purchase. So if anyone has a concealer that they love, please let us know. DM us on Instagram or wherever because concealer is one of those things that I feel like as I age, um, my concerns are my eyes the dark circles around my eyes and concealer is something where I it has to be like a nice quality concealer or it will show it will show yeah we both like a luminous concealer because yeah. don't come in the dms with like shape tape we are no. too old for that that no. is not good for us people I don't want your shape tape I'm sorry I don't want it and I also need coverage because I have dark circles and like that's probably where I'm insecure the most too yeah, and just for everybody listening, the other um, concealer we talk a lot about is the Dior concealer. So if you've tried that one, we would love to know which, as well. Okay, which one? Because there's a couple Dior concealers. There's the Forever, and then there's the Backstage. Um, definitely Backstage. That's okay. what my highlighting quad is, and I just oh, feel like, okay. yeah, I feel like their Backstage line is See, on I, point. Yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, if anyone has a concealer they love, let us know. We, we're, we're here for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to suggest a um, a little thing on Hulu that I watched mm -hmm. for all of us millennials. Mm -hmm. um, there is a documentary called The Nickelodeon Story, and oh, it's cute. all about the Nickelodeon network and how it came to be. And mm. it's very nostalgic of our childhood, but it also made me realize why our generation is so open and accepting um, of so many things, because we had this network that knew no boundaries, yeah. you know, like, it was really amazing. It was a really cool wrinkle in time. Um, definitely give it a watch. It was really cool. And then all weekend, I watched all that with my boyfriend's nephew. And that was really cool because not only did it age well, but it was also really funny for me. And he was cracking up laughing as well. So it was really cool to see another generation try oh, out a man. show and like it because um, – my boyfriend's brother and I were actually talking about, about how many things you look back on or you watch again uh -huh. as an adult. And they just let you down. Yeah, but that well, was not the case with all that or any yeah. of the Nickelodeon shows. We were all just watching Rocco's Modern Life. Oh and we were watching Keenan and Kel and all Funny. of it. My husband loves Rocco's Modern Life. He like, and he was, you know, he's five years older than us. He was older, but he was watching Rocco's Modern Life because um, whoever created that show, he's like a famous cartoon comedian person or whatever, but it, you know, Rocco's Modern Life has its own cult following with it too. Did it you totally does. Had, did you ever realize that the um what Rocco does as a job? He, um he, I maybe I don't know. What is he, he do? works at a call center like one of those like sex hotlines. Oh my god. Like how did we not realize that? And I like, don't know. I don't and his friend the turtle, he has this thing about like turn the page, wash your hands. Like because I think they're looking at pornography. Like when you used to go like check out pornography and stuff, and like you would touch things and you need to wash your hands. Yeah. No, there's we like, had no idea. Yeah, there's like some dirty stuff on Rocco's Honor in Life that we had no idea. And I don't think anybody realized what was actually happening. Absolutely not. No, we did so not. <laughs> All right. Okay, else? so I also wanted to talk about um the vitamin C daily toner that I tried. So this is by CosRx and I wrote a blog post about it on our mm -hmm. website and also added this to the CosRx over, well, I don't know what I call it, the Acme products that I'm using from CosRx okay. right now. So now there's two reviews on there. Um, but this was the AHA BHA vitamin C daily toner and it neither hurt nor enhanced my skin routine. 
I used it every morning post cleanser, uh, pre vitamin C serum. Mm -hmm. I was curious if if it would benefit um, my current vitamin C or enhance that in any way. I did not really notice any major difference. Um, I like to keep it minimal with my skincare, so I won't be repurchasing, um, but I am excited to now use my Cosrx Hydrium water toner in place of this. Yeah, I remember when you said you had bought it, so I looked up the ingredients, and I remember both of us being like kind of confused by that it had all those things, and we're like, well, what is, what is happening with all of these things? And Mm -hmm. so, and you know, K beauty is really good about not putting too much of each active ingredient, which is why we love it. But I'm wondering if maybe this is more, there's not even enough to do anything in this. Yeah. When I I went back and like read reviews from a lot of different sources Mm -hmm. just to see if I was missing something and if this really was like a revolutionary (laughs) product. And what I saw from the reviews was that it was a super helpful product for people that had very sensitive skin and really couldn't use a lot of products. So here you're getting, you know, your antioxidants and you're also getting a little exfoliation and some hydration there and niacinamide. So um, I think that's really cool that it is helpful for people that can't use a lot of product, but for me, it was just, eh. mm-hmm. okay. All right, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So let's get today's topic. We are talking about pre-workout skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to work out. I love to be active. Um, I feel like we, no one ever talks about this. And I feel like the way you take care of your skin before you go to the gym or before you do an activity is so important. Um, when we work out, we are preparing to sweat. So we want our skin to be as clean as possible and free of heavy makeup. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I would do is start by cleansing your skin to get ready, rid of any current oil, SPF, and makeup. You can use a gentle cleanser, especially because as an active person, you should be washing your face multiple times a day. A gentle cleanser takes away the risk of drying out the skin. Another option would be micellar water. This is a great option because it's super gentle on the skin and you can pack it right in your gym bag. And you can either use this with reusable cotton rounds, which is a great eco-friendly option, or you can just purchase a bag of cotton rounds which is your regular cotton rounds um, and throw them in your bag too. We always give you the eco-friendly option, but just do what you will use in your routine. Mm -hmm. I would follow up my cleanse with a spray essence or a toner. So we have an entire episode on how to pick your toner. Please give that a listen for an amazing breakdown from Kelsey. A toner is essential for a few reasons. Um, You're going to pick one that addresses the problem for your skin as you're working out. So maybe you break out. So use something that's good for acne, um, good for oily skin, or good for blackheads. Um, Dry skin will use something hydrating. Um, If you have sensitive skin, use something that has calming ingredients. This is also going to lightly dampen your face so that the vitamin C serum will adhere to it and the skin will slurp it all up. So that brings me to the third part, which is use a serum or lotion textured vitamin C. So aesthetically, vitamin C adds glow to the skin and improves the appearance of wrinkles, dark spots, and acne. I like the idea of having a little glow when I'm working out. I think it's cute. So that's another reason why I love vitamin C. Um, I just wrote a review on Instagram and website about a cure vitamin C. Kelsey also has an entire episode about vitamin C and how to properly shop for it. And we have vitamin C shopping lists on both of our um, Shop My Shelf and our website as well. Um, I also will be writing a review soon on the brand I Do Care Bright Side Up Vitamin C Serum. Keep a lookout for that. 
So yeah, let all of that soak into your skin, drink your pre-workout. It is important that your face is completely dry before the final step, which is your most important step. And that is your SPF. Um, yeah. So just put on your favorite SPF and get out there. Um, I, I love that. Um, cause I think of, you've been posting a lot about your hot girl walks and covering mm-hmm. your whole body in sunscreen before you get out for your hot girl walks. But yeah, as we have going to be a super, super important step. And the reason you want to let all of this stuff soak in before applying your SPF is I always think about how you're just kind of rubbing it off at that point. So, you know, you want to mm-hmm. have that, let that base really soak in so that the SPF can really just kind of be like the lid on everything and seal it all in. Yeah. Okay, Kelsey, what do what do you think if we slugged at the gym? Do you think that like the sweat would just roll over and we would never get anything in our precious pores? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, absolutely not. And especially um uh okay, so much. Okay. So, um the reason you want to take care of your skin before you go to the gym, um, especially if you're an acne prone person, is you really don't want to give any of that dirt or oil that is on the skin a chance to get stuck in the pores. Essentially, mm-hmm. what happens is acne bacteria is anaerobic, which means it is kept, um, it it dies in oxygen. And the reason you get breakouts is because that um, bacteria, dirt, and oil get in your pores. And when it gets cut off from oxygen, by getting um, just more and more buildup in it, then you get an acne breakout or a comedone, blackhead, whitehead. So by making sure all of that is off the skin, you lessen your chance of getting um, clogged pores and breakouts. So if you slug, I'm thinking about any dirt or oil that's left in the skin, you're really cutting it off from oxygen, um, essentially creating what I like to fondly refer to as a hot tub party, which is just like an, an orgy of bacteria in your pores. And now you've got breakouts. Yeah, that's such a good point. So while we are talking about doing a bare face at the gym, I do want to talk about not feeling bad if you are wearing makeup to the gym. Mm -hmm. So I get it. I support it. I don't shame you, but you just have to know the rules and you are risking a breakout if you do wear makeup to the gym. Mm Um, for people who have a negative perception of people that wear makeup to the gym, let me just throw out some things that we should be empathetic about. One is skin issues. If you have acne or scarring or discoloration, not everybody wants to show that side of their face to the world. So maybe they want to cover it up at the gym. Another thing is body dysmorphia. As healthy as the gym can be, it's also a harbor for people that may not have a good relationship with the way that they look. Um, maybe they don't get out much and this is how they are enjoying their time at the gym. I'm not a super social person and sometimes like the gym really is like my outing. So sometimes I don't wear a full face, but I will look really cute at the gym and that's okay too. Um, maybe they do want to steal your man. I think this is what everybody's <laughs> always afraid of, but we have to be realistic here. You know, maybe that's the case. Um, maybe their crushes at the gym, like, hello, you want to look cute. And they could also be doing it for themselves. Gyms are full of mirrors. Maybe they want to see their bad bitch reflection come through. Either way, it's never about you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so on days that I break out or feel like my face has a lot of hyperpigmentation, I like to use the Misha BB cream that Kelsey and I are forever screaming about. It has a little bit of SPF to it and a super light pigment. 
Um, I also like the Jones Road Beauty Concealer Crayon. Jones Road is a makeup brand by Bobbi Brown. Um, Bobbi Brown is no longer associated with the brand Bobbi Brown. She opened up Jones Road Beauty, so it's all of her own formulations, and she is a makeup artist. Um, I like this one specifically because the concealer is a bit hard and almost clay-like. This may not be what you want under your eyes, but it is amazing on a pimple. You place it right over top of the blemish and it does not move. Um, sometimes I like to do just a bit of spot concealing over my SPF and that can be good too. Yeah, I mean, I think if you want to wear a tinted moisturizer or a full face of makeup to the gym, I mean, that's nobody's business. My only thing to caution you would be about if you are breakout prone, um, that's just extra layers that can end up, you know, clogged on your pores. So um, we actually, in a few episodes, are going to do post-workout skincare. So stay tuned if you are someone who does wear makeup to the gym. But honestly... It's like what bathing suit you decide to wear to the beach or pool. It's nobody's mm -hmm. business. It's it's nobody's business but your own. It's so true. And I will give you an example of my current pre-workout skincare routine. So if you don't want to make up your own, you can steal mine. Hey, so, we, yay. Like, we like sharing. So for my cleanser, I use the Cosrx Daily Foaming Cleanser if I shower before my workout. Um, if I don't shower before my workout, I will use my simple brand Micellar Water. Um, usually that's if I just woke up and I just kind of like want a clean, clean sweep over my face. My toner is the Cosrx BHA toner to get ahead on my blackheads. Um, if I'm super dry that day, I will follow up with the Cosrx Hydrium toner. For my vitamin C, I'm currently using I Do Care Brighten Up. And for my SPF, I am using Cosrx Aloe. Um, sun soothing cream that is my favorite, but I am also trying out Misha's Sun Milk, which is a waterproof SPF, and I am liking that as well. Oh, I forgot you had. Yeah, Lauren just posted a video of her um, her stash. I love mm -hmm. I love seeing her her uh, sunscreen stash, and that was one of them. So I can't wait to hear because I you're very good about giving very detailed reviews. So I can't wait to hear Thank about you. that. Thank you. And yeah, for anyone starting on sunscreen, I want to completely admit that last year was my first year actually like using sunscreen daily. Um, because you know working with Kelsey and talking to her a lot, it really made me understand the importance of it. So. Last year was my very first year of committing to wearing a sunscreen every day, but I was not reapplying because it was just a new routine I was trying to do. Um, so this is my year now of trying out new things and reapplying. So just don't think that like any movement towards wearing your SPF every day and reapplying is too small. It's okay if you can't get with it at first. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say this about sunscreen. It's so much easier to prevent than correct. And sunscreen is literally the easiest thing you can do to address all skin concerns. So, so true. So, Love that. So true. Okay. So I was hoping that this week we could start with our anarchy and finish with our gratitude because I think both, okay. both of our gratitudes is, um, they're both, they're both a little, um, little gushy, little uh, heartfelt. So I thought it would be a cute way to end it. Okay. I love that. Do you want me to go first for anarchy? Um, go for it. Okay. So my anarchy was not feeling the need to overexert myself when my boyfriend's family was in town. Um, I'm working on leaving my people pleasing ways of having to force fun and making sure everyone is having a good time and turn their frown upside down. Um, I took lots of solitude breaks as necessary. And I spoke up when I did not want to do certain things, but always gave an alternative 
suggestion. Yeah. I, um, so I deal with this, um, kind of opposite. So I come Mm -hmm. from a very close knit family where, um, I mean, my family vacations were like 20 people, but I'm also very close with my parents and my sister. And we do a lot of things together. My sister does not live in Florida. So when she comes, it's like all family all the time. And my husband comes from not a family, um, didn't have extended family or the relationships they did were not very good. Um, intermediate family. Um, he has an awesome sister. I love my sister-in-law, but you know, it's just not the same. And so for him being around my family is overwhelming because it's a family dynamic he's not used to. And it's also not his family. You know, he's not Mm -hmm. comfortable with these people like I am. It's not, you know, it's not comfortable for him. And so it is always, um, I always give him the option of like, you don't have to come because it's not worth it. If he's going to be miserable, I don't want to see him miserable. And it took like him kind of like for me, I was like, why don't you want to hang around my family all the time? Why don't you want to be around us? But then, you know, I just have to understand that people come from different backgrounds. And I think this is a really important relationship dynamic, too, is that everyone's childhood and family dynamic is is probably so different than yours. And being able to communicate your needs and like, hey, this isn't working for me. And, you know, and also being the other person, because I will communicate to him like hey it's important for me that you come to this and he'll and he will he will as well so um I think it you know it's just part of getting older and communicating needs I love that yeah and for me there's a lot of um codependency I'm getting over so there's a lot of that false like people pleasing where I'm just trying to force everyone to have a good time and I take it personally when they're not and it's been a big um a big thing for me to let things roll off my shoulders you know and just be like okay or just not have to say anything or just keep it moving and I'm really learning by doing that and getting better at that like how much more of my energy I don't have to use and how much more of my energy I can pour into the things that I love so it's really cool when you're on that side of healing where you can not only tell yourself the thing that you're doing wrong work on it but then see it as a positive and like oh I like it here so that's neat yeah um, so for uh, anarchy, um, if you're new here, what we define anarchy is, is like going against the norm or going against what you normally did or just something so different for you that you normally wouldn't do. Um, and for me, because I've been dealing with these skin issues, I have not worn eye makeup in probably a month and a half, maybe two months. Mm. None of it. No mascara, no eyeshadow, no cream eyeshadow, nothing. I've been wearing brow gel still, but nothing on my eyes. And this has been really good for me to learn to like the way I look without eye makeup on. I'm pretty secure with my face and my acne scarring and my under eye circles. You know, of course I would like them covered up, but I always thought it felt kind of unprofessional or unpolished not wearing eye makeup or at least mascara because I have blonde lashes. And, you know, um, I want to say Drew Barrymore was a kind of, um, she always will do like put on eyeshadow, but then not mascara. And I, I just never thought that these things were not optional. And then because I was forced to not have to wear eye makeup and then I've just kind of kept it going because I don't want to cause any further irritation. It, it's been really freeing for myself to not wear eye makeup. And it sounds so silly and so dumb, but it's just when you've been used to something for so long to break free of that, it, it's really awesome. 
It's so true to scientifically the way we see our face. It's totally different after we start um, using makeup. And I heard, I even heard firsthand as a makeup artist, so many people were telling me that they stopped wearing makeup during um, the pandemic. Yeah. And now they feel different looking when they yeah. wear the normal makeup that they did before. When, yeah. like you're saying, they were used to putting on the mascara, the eyeshadow, the this, the that. And like now they're like, no, I don't even want a lot of eyeliner. Like it, it's very interesting to see. And I don't think you're the only one in that position, but I love to see it in the beauty world. I hope we see more of that. Cause yeah, you don't need to have all of that stuff on your eyes to look or feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Tell me about your moment of gratitude. Yeah. So, um, something I don't feel that gets to be celebrated enough is the gratitude I feel for being a childless millennial Mm. who chose a lack of structure for their lifestyle by choice. So I am able to be selfish and make radical decisions. And I have a partner who wants to mutually see me succeed and a friend like you who wants to celebrate me when I book weird gigs because you just get it. Um, I'm grateful for all of that. And um, yeah, I booked a movie, guys. Isn't that cool? Like, I'm going to do a movie at the end. My month this month is moving to an island, going <laughs> to a red carpet for a um, a magazine cover that I got, that I did the hair for, and filming a movie at the end of the month. I'm like, I feel like 13-year-old me would just yeah. be, like, oh freaking God. out. And I texted Trevor, and I was like, would you be my date to, like, this this launch party next week? And I was like, I got to ask my, like, hot boyfriend on a date to, like, so my cute. red carpet for the hair that I did for this magazine. Oh like, that's I'm, so cute. Wait, is Trevor going to dress up? I'm. Oh, we're going to go shopping for our outfits. Okay. Yeah, and that's another thing is he's getting so into, like, dressing up and doing that kind of stuff. And he looks so good. Oh, he's yeah. so handsome. I'm, I'm so excited because, like, um, no offense to Trevor, but I've only ever seen him in, like, basketball shorts and stuff. <laughs> Kelsey, it's no offense. That's the only thing he wears. And like, so it's, it's so cute now though. Cause like I, I have pretty much been like, Hey, I am extra in the way I dress. I want to dress the way I dress. I can't dull myself down for your Under Armour shorts and your t-shirts anymore. And he just is getting so into like, he loves seeing the way he looks and the response he gets when he wears a nice pair of shorts and like a V-neck or something. And I just love giving him that gift and it's really cute to see him blossom. Yeah. I love when we go to like a wedding or something like that and he, he dresses up and I'm like, look at my man. Look at him dressed up. It's so nice. We got, we got cute people. That's so nice. I'm so happy for like younger us. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to say, um, to think of where you were a couple months ago with your career at this crosswords and crossroads and kind of the unknown and to see where you are now just in these few months. I'm I'm just really happy for you and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, My moment of gratitude is when I communicated to you that, Hey, I need some time off and I can't podcast and that you were so receptive to me. And I'm just so grateful for our friendship and this podcast and all of that. Um, for in case anyone doesn't know, we're gonna t- I'm gonna tell you again. Lauren and I were friends um, in middle school and kind of high school, and then we sort of fell off, and then we reconnected as adults. And um, you know, it started as this we these were just conversations we were having through text um, or via the internet about these different things, and then the podcast came to it. And one of the main things we keep saying is like this has to be a fun thing. It can't be stressful. It can't be anything else than just like our beautiful Mm -hmm. creation. And when I communicated to like, I was not emotionally available last week and you were like, no problem. We'll reschedule next week. And it, it was just really nice. And I appreciate that. So I'm super grateful to you. 
Anytime, babe. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm lucky to be your friend. Uh, so, you know what? I'm lucky to be your friend. Oh, I love you. And, and I'm lucky if anyone is still listening to this episode. So, <laughs> guys, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Tell us your concealer recommendations. What are you guys using? Um, check out our whole ass website, um, www.beautyguidespodcast.com. And finally, we have a shop where you can shop all of our product recommendations at pro.shopmyshelf.us slash podcast. We're going to talk to you guys in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.